I love the choir, the, the tradition going back so long, it just everything about it I love. Somewhere over the rainbow, what a treat, you know, that's worth waking up for, so we do it again. That was a bit of May morning 2019 in Oxford. This year it is all looking a little bit different. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm from the news team at Jack and these turbulent lockdown times will not stop us being able to enjoy the music, the Morris and the merriment from our living rooms. This podcast is going to showcase all the best bits of the virtual celebrations that are happening this time around. Plus, we'll throw it back to some of the stuff you may have heard on Jack during the last couple of May mornings when thousands of people gathered on Magdalen Bridge at ridiculous o'clock. This was how it all sounded last year. So part of the fun of May morning, especially for students, is just trying to stay up all night for this. So there's a lot of kebabs being eaten right now and some people um, trying to have a nap on the floor by the tower. Some early risers have joined us here as well, though, and it's all celebrating the coming of spring. It's a tradition that's been running in Oxford for over 500 years. Uh, These people I met told me why they're here. Well, I've got to do it at least once. It's it's worth getting up early once in my life to uh, experience this. I didn't know that so many people would be here, which is, I mean, it's kind of exciting. And it's great that so many, like, it's such an entrenched tradition that so many people come. I brought a chair because I expected I'd be waiting for a while. So here I am. The combination of aesthetic and beautiful music is just going to be absolutely delightful. So after the songs finish, then bells ring out for about 20 minutes. And things continue after that. Everyone will disperse, but dancing then carries on all around the city. Loads of bars and restaurants are opening early, or some of them are open already, so that people can indulge in their May morning breakfast. And for some, I think, soak up a bit of that booze from last night. So the May morning celebrations may well have been cancelled on Magdalen Bridge. Fair enough. Wouldn't have been easy to social distance with so many students turning up at 6am, would it? But the choir of Magdalen College is determined not to let this 500-year-old Oxford tradition go unmarked. This year, instead of belting out some tunes from the top of the tower, the choirsters and academical clerks are singing from their homes across the country via video link. Mark Williams is the Informator Choristarum at Magdalen College. I think it became apparent probably about a month ago towards the end of March that there was no way that whatever happened with the current situation, there was no way that May morning would happen as it normally happens. We were all very sad about that, especially those members of the choir who were to have gone up the tower for the first time or those who were going to go up for the last time as they're about to leave the choir. And we thought perhaps we should try and do something alternative online and and as it seems to be online that everybody is getting their their um, enjoyment perhaps these days as well as doing their work online people are looking to find entertainment online as well Um, we thought we would try and and put May Morning online. Tell us about the song that you're going to be performing it's I assume you're doing your traditional piece that you do usually at six o'clock from Magdalen Tower. Exactly. So normally what would happen is that we would all climb up the tower and we'd be ready for the bells to chime at six and then we would immediately launch into a piece called the Hymnus Eucharisticus that was written in the 17th century by one of my predecessors. It's a hymn in Latin. 
Um, and then there's a prayer, and then we would sing a madrigal called Now is the Month of Maying uh, by Thomas Morley that se- celebrates the arrival of spring. And and we have this, I think, it's, it's a rather peculiar event because it, it mixes the sacred and the secular. Uh, it brings town and universities together. It's it's such an a, extraordinary occasion that we wanted to try and capture something of that. So we will have pretty much what we would normally do on the tower uh, online. And so we will have the bells at the beginning that we've re- that have been recorded. Then the choir will sing the hymn, hymnus eucharisticus. Then there will be a prayer. And then uh, we'll sing Now is the Month of Maying. And that'll be it. It's a very short thing. But the idea is that perhaps people can watch it together at six o'clock on Friday morning as though we were all together and, and maybe celebrate in our own ways in our homes. Logistically, how do you kind of go about putting together a project like that online without being able to get everyone together to perform in one room? So what we've had to do is ask people to record themselves on their own. So all 28 members of the choir have submitted videos of themselves recording just their part uh, with me, against me conducting. So I sent them a video of myself conducting and then they record to that. And then we mix everything together and edit it so that they all sound as though they're in the same room and you just add in the different tracks of, of, of all the individuals. You make it sound so simple, but I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's certainly not simple. I have to say that the amount of time that it's taken to put together this eight, nine-minute video, uh, if we had had that much time in a, in a real-life situation with the choir, we could probably have learned everything off by heart and choreographed it in the same time. But, you know, it's a fun thing to do, and, it, and it's our only choice, really, at the moment. But I think the sense of community is still there, and perhaps we're feeling it more so than ever as people do many more things for each other in, whilst we're isolated. Uh, and we want to just try and, and maintain that sense of community in Oxford. Another group contributing to the packed virtual lineup this year is the band Horns of Plenty. Now they're encouraging everyone to join them in a city-wide rendition of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Here's Jude from the band to tell us more about what she's calling musical tag. We play a mix of township jazz and New Orleans and Afrobeat, soul, reggae, Balkan music, music from around the world basically. Anything that will get people dancing by the sounds of it? Well, yes, that's what we like. Yes, one of my roles is to get out there and get people dancing and, and try and dance whilst I'm still playing, which is quite fun. And the nice, yeah, absolutely. And the nice thing is this year, the way you're doing it, um, you're still trying to encourage a bit of that spirit, aren't you? Tell us about what you're trying to get people to do on May morning on Friday. We were wanting to get people to um, to be out there as much as they can in these times, obviously with social distancing, um, to celebrate together um, and to mark May morning. So we're asking people to get into their gardens or lean out of their windows or in the street and play an instrument or sing or hum along to somewhere over the rainbow. And we've put all the music for different instruments up on our website and the words. And uh, in various streets, I think the the Thursday evenings have been helping in that people have been uh, talking amongst themselves in the streets. And so uh, various streets are actually getting a big gang of people together already with social distance. I'll keep on reminding that that's what's happening. Um, But they'll be out there and so we'll play Somewhere Over the Rainbow and... um, just uh, remember 
that this is the beginning of spring um, and uh, think about all the people, the creativeness of people in Oxford and um, all those people who are working to keep us safe. And it's quite a different tune by the sounds of it to the type of thing that you, that you guys would normally play. Yes, yes. We had a long discussion about what tune we should play, but we wanted to play something that everyone knew. And um, also it has existing links um, to the coronavirus community and that people have, I mean, all the rainbows that children are putting up in windows and on chalking on streets. And it's also what last year the, the choir up on the top of Magdalen Tower, they sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow which was a break with tradition. And um, we also feel it celebrates the diversity of, of this wonderful city. And hopefully with a, with a good turnout with uh, people with their instruments, I kind of envisage it almost sounding like a, a sort of wave of the song over the city. Yes. I mean, in fact, that's how it came about, that we, um, we were imagining us as a, just the band um, sort of playing musical tag across the city as a way of um, communicating during this time. And then it grew into this idea because we were also trying to think about what to do for May morning. Um, what you'll find is that in some streets that um, you'll have a very different version of it happening one end of the street than the other end because uh, it is quite hard to uh, hold things together over a distance. Um, but yes, we hope just like on... Thursdays, you can stand in your street and you can hear people clapping in other streets that uh, there will be bits of music coming from different places. If you want to grab the lyrics or the sheet music so you can join in, head to hornsofplenty.co.uk. So I've got Emma in the studio with me now. She's our senior journalist. And uh, Emma, you did your first May morning in Oxford a couple of years ago, 2018. I just wanted to play a throwback clip from that year of what it sounded like on air and uh, then just see what you think, see what you remember and just see what you loved about May morning. The tradition is to stay up through the night to see in May morning. These people joined in for their first time. I really loved it. I didn't expect that it's going to be uh, close enough to hear, but it was wonderful, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Really amazing. She had to drag me out of bed, but <laughs> it was worth it. And beautiful day, and then I'm amazed that uh, so many drunk people made it. <laughs> and some people haven't been to bed yet. Quite rough, been up all night, but great night out. It was really unexpected. I didn't even know I was going to it. It was my friend's in 19th, so that's why we're here. She was like, oh yeah, we've got to go see this church uh, singing. The sun had just come up and it was just, felt quite spiritual. Now is the month of May, the <laughs> very <laughs> month of May. It's with the body lass, a dancing on the grass. Fa la 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 la, fa la 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 la. It's nice. Is that, is that the boss of Jack down there? Is that he, he's? Oh, we haven't seen him for years, have we? we he's he gone is. missing you know, years ago, and we oh, found him. That guy's having a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> so bells will ring out over the city for a good twenty minutes. Bells whiskey shortly. Will ring out <laughs> exactly. That guy at the end. Tell me about him. What was he like? Oh God. Well, I'm sure that you can tell from that clip. He was. Uh, he's had a few to drink, number one, but he was just so uh, in the spirit of getting involved in May Marnie. I think he'd done it for quite a few years. He's an Oxford resident, just loved the hustle and bustle of it all. Um, I think I met him outside a pub just 
on um, at the bottom of the Cowley Road, heading in towards Oxford, where on the bridge where everyone congregates. Um, and he was just hilarious. He was really chatty and just speaking to us about how important the the tradition really is. And it was just, it was. I've never experienced anything like that before, being from up north myself. So I was experiencing May morning for the first time with him and everyone else that I met as well on that evening. And it, you just don't get that really anywhere else, that whole experience, mm. that tradition. And that year was when we decided for the first time, instead of Jack just going down there at six o'clock in the morning for the start of it, you went down early in the morning, didn't you? So that you could actually have a few drinks yourself before it all started. So what was it like actually being there? You were reporting on it, but you'd had a few. We had a couple of snake bites, which we were encouraged to drink at one of the local pubs. And I think that were like cider, beer and some black blackcurrant juice. Um, oh, it, it was just brilliant. I mean, we'd, yeah, we hadn't slept. We thought, right, we're just going to get stuck in and have a few drinks. And you really felt like you were, like you say, not just reporting on it, you're experiencing exactly what everyone else is doing. Granted, people did definitely have more more drinks than we did so after the music at six o'clock everyone's singing we were all on the bridge and then the sun was coming up and it was just so bright and, and lovely and we thought right we need some food now and a load of local cafes had basically opened up earlier so that people could come in and have their bellies full and then carry on the celebrations so after that, I think we ended up walking through Oxford, getting some food, and then trying to find one of the dancers. What are they called? The pole dancers? You... <laughs> <laughs> Morris dancing. Yeah, the Morris dancing. So we basically went on the hunt then for some Morris dancers. So as an outsider, when you came to Oxford and saw what we did for May morning here, be honest, what did you think of it? And when you actually saw it in real life as well, you just don't have anything like that up north. I think we've got our own traditions in that, but nothing where people are staying out all night, having some drinks, and then, yeah, not sleeping, standing on a bridge, and then listening to some music at, like, 6am, and then kind of going about your daily business. And having people from all different communities, so it wasn't just the students staying up, it's locals who were, like, really embedded in that tradition. I thought it was mad. I thought it was wonderful. Emma Kerwin there from News talking about her first ever May morning experience. And now the guys at Daily Info Oxford are putting on a full day of music and activities that you can watch and get involved with from the comfort of your own homes. Here's Natasha to tell us more. So this year Daily Info are putting together a live stream to happen from 6am in the morning. We'll be showing the Morden Choir Festival and then we've got, like you said, a great lineup. Throughout the morning, we'll have Morris dancing from several different troops uh, around Oxfordshire. We've got a spoons tutorial. We've got uh, some performances from local musicians. Uh, we've got a history of May Day. We've got a sing-along, lots of folk music, lots of ways to get involved, hopefully for the kids to get involved as well. They're maybe not banging drums and spoons too early in the morning, but we'll see. So it's just going to be a great morning of, of fun and events. I suppose the nice thing about it moving online this year is that you also don't necessarily have to get up at the crack of dawn to be involved because this stuff's going to be available online 
you know, for the rest of the day. Yes, it will be. And actually, there's our Folk Weekend uh, hosting a few events throughout the day and they've got a Kaylee on in the evening. So there's things to do all throughout the day. And like you say, you can watch later. I mean, I would encourage people to join the live event because then, you know, you can you can comment and you can be involved and interact as it's happening. Why do you think this kind of thing is important right now? Why do you think it was important not to just say, well, we can't do May morning, so let's just scrap it this year? Yeah, I mean, it's good to have a sense that things can carry on throughout um, everything that's going on right now. And and, you know, there'll be people that are, myself included, really sort of were, were sad to hear that, that it wouldn't be on this year and it's something that they look forward to. It's also a way of getting people involved who maybe are sort of missing being in Oxford and can't be for whatever reason or just remembering some time that they've had on May Day. I think one of the things that this um, sort of pandemic has, has shown is that it's sort of a time for reflection for everyone and if you were getting looking into the past of May Day's past, uh, reflecting on that you can now be involved this year anyway for you in previous years what has been your kind of highlight or what's the sort of standout event of may morning that you always have to make sure that you make well i have quite a set routine for my day um <laughs> yeah, i rarely change from that and it's always important to hit north parade at, at midday for me because that's when all the the dancing starts it's quite a, a small road so everyone's gathered there get a bit of lunch and then move on to the Rosen Crown. So that's probably my favourite part of the day. Just head to facebook.com forward slash daily info ox to join the party or check out their socials. And now I wanted to dig into why May morning is such a big thing for Oxford. I remember last year I tweeted a video of Morris men dancing around a man dressed as a tree in front of the Radcliffe camera and it got a massive response with people from outside of the county a little bit baffled by the whole thing. So I asked Councillor Mary Clarkson, who's Oxford's Cabinet Member for Culture, why it is so popular. It's a slightly quirky thing. Um, It brings everybody in Oxford together so yes you've got the choir from Magdalen College but also you've got Morris dancers you've got all kinds of things going on there you've got lots of local groups like the Horns of Plenty and it it just encourages everybody to come out and enjoy themselves and to have a bit of fun and also just to enjoy the streets when there aren't any cars in High Street that's quite special and that doesn't happen very often Um, yeah and the pubs are open most of the night and then all the cafes open for breakfast so you know there's, there's lots to do it's great fun if you if, if you've got children who, who are prepared to get up and see the morris men and some of the costumes it's a great thing to take small children to as well and it's quite unique to oxford isn't it i know when we've put stuff on social media before anyone outside of the sort of oxford bubble is a bit kind of curious and and surprised by what we do for may morning Yes, I mean, I think May celebrations go back centuries and lots of other places do things. So in Cornwall, they have this hobby horse thing down in, um, I can't remember, whereabouts in Cornwall. And there's Maypole dancing. So there's lots of different traditions in different places, but nobody does May morning quite like Oxford, certainly. Because it is all having to go virtual. We can't, obviously, because of all the social distancing, celebrate how we usually would. But in terms of what's planned, there's still going to be live performances from from the choir, from the Horns of Plenty and lots of other activities. That's right. For individuals, we're encouraging people to be as creative as as they can be, to share pictures, poems, 
songs, performers who want to hold their own celebrations at home, Morris dancing. I don't know how you Morris dance on your own, but I'm sure people will find ways of doing it. Um, street dance, all kinds of things. And to, to put that up on social media using the hashtag May Morning. We want people to honour this very special Oxford tradition, as they always have done, but obviously by doing it, by keeping safe and by staying at home. And maybe in future, would you like to see a bit more of the virtual side of May morning, even, you know, assuming that we can go back to normal with celebrations in the city centre yeah. next year? Absolutely. I, I think I think both, you know, not everybody can or necessarily wants to get up at the crack of dawn to go and hear the singers. Um, I'm hoping that when we return to normal, we will use the social media far more for these kind of things. So, yes, both can coexist and it'll just enrich our celebration across the city. Remember to use the May morning hashtag to see what's going on on social media or to share your talents with everyone else. And finally, the after party. It's Morris dancing, of course. It is a staple part of the May morning lineup with troops from all over the county coming to Oxford to dance in some of the city's most iconic locations. No dancing in public this year, unfortunately. But Graham, the squire of the Oxford City Morris Men, told us what they're up to instead. The Oxford City Morris Men and Oxford University Morris Men do lots of things together. We, we practice together, we dance out together and that kind of thing. And so we've been kind of collaborating on this as well. Um, for a start, we've been replacing Wednesday evening practices by a Wednesday evening virtual pub um, and people have been turning up and having a couple of drinks and, and you know, um, being able to keep in contact with people. Um, the idea kind of arose from that that, well, we could uh, maybe record some dances uh, and there are a number of dances which are individual dances. In, in the Morris tradition, they're called jigs and so an individual can can actually dance a dance by themselves. And so our musicians have recorded um, uh, a few of the jig tunes and, and a few of us have um, filmed ourselves dancing these jigs. And so we're going to upload those onto our Facebook page. So people on, on Friday might be able to use your videos as a bit of um, a way to get their daily exercise, maybe, if they have a little dance around the living room. Absolutely, yes. And I thoroughly recommend if you if you watch a couple of jigs and then listen to the tunes, you could play the tunes and have a go yourself. I mean, if you're an experienced dancer, you'll probably know the dances. And if you're not, then it's a good chance to have a go in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> We're all looking for something new to learn at the moment as well, aren't we? Uh, and just tell me, why is Morris dancing so uh, such an iconic part of May Day and May morning? It's hard for me to say, really, because I'm a relative newcomer to, to Morris, so I've only been doing it for about 14 or 15 years. Um, and I have uh, friends and colleagues who are doing it, who have been doing it for more than 40, um, and they're probably better, <laughs> better placed to, to answer that question. But I guess it's because May Day was a folk tradition, wasn't it? I mean, at school, I seem to remember we danced around the Maypole, um, and there's old photographs of... Um, people um, electing a May Queen and um, you know, various other festivities. And also, if you look in the folk tradition, there, there are May carols. So, so one of our numbers um, actually recorded himself singing a May carol from Swaycliffe, and that's uploaded as well. So, so it, you know, it has been 
uh, May morning has been part of the folk tradition for a long time, so I guess uh, Morris is part of that folk tradition, really. Just curious, Graham, you, you say you're quite a newbie to it. What got you into it? Well, I, I, I got to the age of 51 and I thought, I've got, I've got the beard. <laughs> I'm the right kind of age. It's about time to have a go. Um, I, I guess I've always been interested in folk music and folk tradition and, and um, it just occurred to me. I, I had seen it around town and that kind of thing and I, I thought, yeah, I'll give it a go. It looked like fun and teamwork and energetic and it turned out to be all of those things. That's it from me for this special May morning podcast. Now go and enjoy the celebrations at a social distance, of course. <laughs>